0: Breaking news from The Athletic.
1: This is Andy Bitter, the host of the Athletics ACC podcast Atlantic and Coastal, with breaking news. Clemson has announced that star quarterback Trevor Lawrence has tested positive for COVID 19 and is now in isolation. Under ACC rules and in line with guidance from the CDC, he'll have to be in isolation for 10 days before he can return. Clemson coach Dabo Sweeney put out this statement. Trevor has authorized us this evening to announce that he has tested positive for COVID-19 and is now in isolation. He's doing well with mild symptoms, but will not be available for this week's game against Boston College. This obviously has major implications in the college football playoff race and the Heisman Trophy. Clemson plays at Notre Dame on November 7th, a week after it hosts Boston College this weekend. Joining us now is Matt Fortuna. Matt, what does this mean for Clemson?
0: That's a huge deal. I mean, the timing couldn't be worse, right? In the same vein as Nick Saban getting, I mean, end up being cleared, but the same vein as Nick Saban announcing that he tested positive the week of the Georgia game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence and Clemson announcing that Lawrence tested positive uh, just nine days now out of the Notre Dame game, which will be the biggest ACC regular season game in, in recent memory. Um, It's huge. It's I mean the timing couldn't be worse. Not that it's ever good with these things, Uh, but but it's just like a very 2020 thing to happen, right? I mean, uh, we saw it with the World Series a couple nights ago. Uh, We're seeing it now at the college football level. Um, It's it's uh, I wouldn't say it's a nightmare scenario just because Clemson is maybe the most talented team in the country, but um, it's not good.
1: Let's go over the timing of this. Now, the ACC rules you have to go into isolation for 10 days. Is that from the onset of symptoms or from when the positive test is recorded?
0: That's from the onset of symptoms, as it was explained to me. So that will be interesting to monitor from, from Clemson's case. If you know, Trevor, he tested. I was told he tested positive Wednesday.
1: Wednesday. So 10 yes. days from Wednesday is November 7th exactly. Correct. Correct. So does it then depend on whether he tested in the morning and he could be ready for a night game? or how? And is there additional time that you have to wait for? I know a lot of these schools are doing scans on the hearts and things like that that they need to clear before they could possibly come back.
0: So I'll read to you the ACC's guidelines that their medical group put out, which was now quoted here uh, just because I'm a non-epidemiologist and I don't want to uh, misspeak. Uh, quote, Pursuant to CDC guidance, a student athlete who tests positive for COVID-19 shall be isolated for at least 10 days from the onset of symptoms slash positive test, and at least one day, i.e. 24 hours, has passed since recovery defined as resolution of fever without the use of fever-reducing medications and improvement of respiratory symptoms, e.g. cough, shortness of breath, end quote. Uh, so the way Clinton is approaching it, from what I've been told, is it's, from, it's 10 days from the onset of symptoms. So Uh, They're going to have to monitor here how Trevor Lawrence feels, Um, and uh, let's say he's fine as far as you know asymptomatic and he's isolated and he's able to to live his life in isolation as healthily as possible. That would present a whole other set of questions, which is uh, can he play the biggest game of his regular season career with absolutely no practice whatsoever and. On top of that, he wouldn't be able to fly to the team Friday. They'd have to find a way to get him to South Bend the day of the game. I mean, we're, this would be – i mean, not to put Deion Sanders, Atlanta Braves, Atlanta Falcons, his 2 days you know, um, not, not to bring up that as a comparison, but I can't think of anything um, even remotely similar to that at college football if that were to, to play out that way.
1: I think that Clemson could probably figure out a way to do it for the star quarterback Oh, I'm sure they game, can. I think they would make arrangements for that to happen. I think you're right. You look at the time that he misses, and you know I, I've seen it with some guys here at Virginia Tech where they've been out and they're isolated, and it's not like you can go to the gym. It's not like you can stay in shape. There are guys doing push-ups in their dorm room and stuff like that. Uh, I think from a preparation standpoint, a mental preparation standpoint, somebody like Trevor Lawrence could be, ready for a game like this. It probably helps obviously to be getting reps and stuff as the game goes along. But I think mentally he's an incredibly sharp quarterback and you can still participate in zoom meetings and things like that and be ready. But you would imagine that missing some time, there might be a little bit of rust there, which is a
0: concern. It has to be. I mean, Notre Dame's a top four football team right now. Again, this is going, I mean that crowd, even though it's only going to be about 10,000 people because it's students only, it's going to be a pretty electric environment. It's going to be the biggest home game in Notre Dame Stadium since the Bush push 15 years ago. Um, if anyone could do it, certainly Trevor Lawrence is the guy you would put your money behind. But uh, as you alluded to, uh, you just don't know what the, the mental wear and tear of being basically locked in a, a room for, for 10 straight days without any contact with the outside world is going to do to you. You just don't know. Now, the positive thing um, for, for Clemson, uh, I've been told, is he lives alone. Or he does have a roommate. Uh, they believe they contact traced it to off the field. Uh, they they think this is a one off. that's not some outbreak on the team that would even jeopardize you know the Boston College game coming up on Saturday or anything like that. But everything at practice today amongst the coaching staff was all about DJ. Uh, get DJ ready. Um, he's our starting quarterback. He's got to play in two days. Um, we need to make sure he's ready. And, you know, he, he is, uh, and I'm sure I will be butchering his name here as I'm sure every announcer, uh, on every network <laughs> Saturday around the country will. Um, but DJ Uyagalele, um, we probably should be more familiar with pronounce that name by now, just because he was a five-star quarterback, like most quarterbacks who go to Clemson and comes in with. All the credentials that you could possibly hope for, uh, but he's a true freshman who has played very, very minimal so far. So there's always that kind of concern and, and uh, of the unknown, if you will, uh, when you're tires. Tigers.
1: I did notice that you avoided the first name or the last name the first time you went through there. I'm going to give it <laughs> a shot here: DJ Uyangalele. I think I heard him pronounce you, it on a YouTube. You sounded video. better than me. Uyanga Lele, I think, is how it goes. Now, he has played some this year. I mean, they've blown out so many teams that he has gotten a considerable amount of playing time. Uh, If you're looking at your backup quarterback or somebody that has to go in, not the worst thing to have a five-star guy from the most recent class who was the number 10 player in the country. Uh, How much can he do in this game? I mean, how limited would Clemson be with this guy coming in? Because this is an exceptional talent. You have to think that he'd probably start on you know, more than two-thirds or three-quarters of the Power Five teams right now.
0: No, absolutely. I mean, Clemson has had an embarrassment of riches at the quarterback position. I mean, from Deshaun Watson to Trevor Lawrence, those two guys speak for themselves. But all the guys in between there who, who played here and there for the Tigers all ended up transferring to, for the most part, Power Five programs end up starting. Um, uh, Kelly Bryant at Missouri. We see Chase Bryce right now at Duke. Uh, Hunter Johnson's at Northwestern did exactly work out so well for him so far, but but he's still young and has some time to, to get it together there, and he was another guy who was a five-star quarterback coming out of high school. Um, even Zara Cooper, I believe, is starting at Jacksonville State right now, who's one of the better FCS teams in the country and gave Florida State a run for their money a couple weeks ago in Tallahassee. Um, they, they're the new quarterback you, uh, basically. I mean, Clemson has so much talent, has recruited the position so well, it's kind of become the it place to go if you're a quarterback – to the point where we're talking about losing the guy who is currently leading our Heisman straw poll for maybe the biggest game of the year. And you're like, well, at least they got DJ and, and, and some other death behind him. I mean, I'll, I'll put it this way. For the purposes of that game, the purposes of this discussion... If Ian Book were to miss the game for Notre Dame, that would be a bigger deal because Notre Dame has no idea what it has behind Ian Book because Phil Jerkovic's transferred to Boston College, and they've got two guys who have played bare, very minimal snaps this year behind him, whereas with Trevor Lawrence, you at least know you've got guys who everyone in the country wanted and would take probably as their starter uh, right now.
1: We don't know how good DJ is going to be a quarterback, so I'll throw a hypothetical at you. Uh, say Trevor Lawrence cannot get back for that Notre Dame game, and say DJ starts that game and Notre Dame wins it. How will the College Football Playoff Committee treat that game in terms of Clemson? Because there is sort of precedent that if a team is missing his quarterback with Clemson a couple years ago when Kelly Bryant got hurt at Syracuse, mm. they almost kind of forgive them for that loss. This is such extenuating circumstances when in such a weird year, uh, you know if they were to play that game and if they were to lose it and then later avenge it, uh, later on, uh, could the committee sort of forgive that or give them a mulligan in that sense?
0: It's, it's fascinating when you put it in that context, because, uh, when the news broke a few minutes ago, you know, I have a lot of Notre Dame followers haven't been the beat writer there for six years. Uh, my mentions were blown up with like this, this is terrible for Notre Dame. I mean, if we lose, we're going to have, you know, no excuse. And if we win, uh, we're just going to still hear how about we can't win a big game because we just beat a backup quarterback. Uh, that's the short term. The long term, as you alluded to there, is uh, there's probably a better chance than not right now of these two teams meeting again in Charlotte December 19th in the ACC title game. Um, and that was already going to be a fascinating exercise as far as um, how you judge both teams off both games, even if one team ended up winning both and they were two close games. I mean, if Clemson goes undefeated, Um, and two of their wins are by three points apiece against Notre Dame. Those are Notre Dame's only losses on the year. Can you really sit at the end of the year and say Notre Dame's not one of the four best teams? I I don't know. It's going to depend on what happens elsewhere around the country. But uh, given the fact that there might be a different quarterback for Clemson in each game, um, all of a sudden you're talking about two completely different scenarios uh, for the circumstances of each of those contests.
1: Uh, quickly, before we uh, just assume moving on to Notre Dame, Clemson has a game against Boston College this weekend. Any reason for concern for the Tigers this weekend?
0: No. <laughs> uh, I mean, Even with the backup? Uh, did, did you – I mean, as much as Dabo Swinney wanted to uh, uh, rag on negative questions, so-called negative questions, a- after the Syracuse game last week, that, that game's perfect for Clemson because it, it – it, it's close enough for two and a half quarters where, where Dabo can harp on some coaching points and teaching points, Brent Venables talked afterward. J- Trevor Lawrence talked afterward about uh, the mental focus, not, not being where it needs to be. Um, now, look, I say all that. And you mentioned the Syracuse game, Kelly Bryant goes down in 2017 and Clemson loses. That's their last regular season loss. 2018 Trevor Lawrence goes down in his first career start and, Clemson needs a miracle in the fourth quarter from Chase Price to, to come back and beat Syracuse. Now, that Syracuse team in 2018 did win 10 games. That was a good football team. Um, and Boston College has played like a good football team so far this year. But I, I can't – I mean, I, I get pulling the line off the board for your Vegas because you don't know if it's going to be a 10-point game or a 30-point game. Uh, but, but the talent on that roster um, – Top to bottom is just still so much better than than Boston College and pretty much anyone in the ACC right now. I, I just can't get concerned. I mean, if anything, uh, you know, if you're trying to look for a positive, if you're Dabo, if you're a Clemson fan, like we, we get an early look at next year. We get this guy ready, uh, maybe ahead of the biggest game of his life a week later at Notre Dame if he has to go in and start that game. Uh, but but I, I just can't you know commit to the idea of Clemson being in trouble this Saturday even without Trevor Lawrence.
1: Well, I'd be remiss if we didn't wish Trevor Lawrence good health in this. I think people hear this, and it's all of a sudden an assumption that they'll be fine. You never know with the you know long-term stuff that might come up at this. Uh, this is certainly a wrench being thrown into the season, though, that uh, was a, a season that a lot of people thought that Clemson would just cruise right through with no drama after they got through this. Uh, I guess this is just 2020 in a nutshell.
0: Yeah, I mean, no other way to put it at this point. I mean, Graham Mertz in Wisconsin last week. Trevor Lawrence this week, and you know, we're just kind of holding our breath right now, right, day to day, and hoping each week brings no more bad news and that we get to, to watch and, and cover and, and play the game we love so much because it's been a fun season so far on the field, and I sure hope we can keep it that way.
1: It sure would be nice it's just to talk about football and only football going forward. Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics New Headlines section for much more on the story. To get access to all of the athletics great sports content, visit theathletic.com slash headline pod, where you can join for just one dollar per month.